Blog Talk Radio. You're cold chilling over there, Blizzy Bee? Yeah, you're chilling. Hello, now I guess we're live in both places. Go ahead, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, well, now that we're live and all that shit, you know. You know, and freaking sensor tube or what is it? Jew tube, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, how do you know. And I love it. I was just talking to Bill about freaking, you know, somebody posted up a video and I really don't care what, you know, the content videos are, or whatever. People always have their, you know, right to choose whatever their voice, their own opinion, whatever. But the guy, nine year old girls singing a song about Trump, which is fine. But every other word out of their mouth is shit fucking pussy. I want to know how I get <laughs> kicked off of YouTube for a video that was the most non-threatening video ever. And they got children on there with language like that. And, and never mind, you know, half the videos when I, when I cruise through and look through this stuff, you know, whatever the current or whatever's hip now, because I, I've been, stayed away from TV and pop culture so much, I don't even know, you know, what is hip anymore, which is fine with me because I really could care less. But when you see, like, these videos with young kids, you know, whether they're transgenders kissing, which doesn't matter what they are. I don't care. If they're kids, that stuff shouldn't be on YouTube. That should be anywhere. Where are their parents? What the hell? Right <laughs> now, in today's society, most of the time, the mother is the parent. The mother's the dad and the mother. Yeah. You know, because well, the father's been kicked out of the home for one reason or another, you know. And of course, he's a deadbeat. She threw him out. Well, I, I, it doesn't matter who it's a mother or a father or whoever it is. Where are they when these kids are doing this crap? You know what the worst part of it is? You can tell it's the parents that are actually filming them. That's the worst part. Is that these? You know, it's not these kids that are uploading these videos. It's these parents. And how the hell? I don't know what is wrong with people. You know, I'm, I'm slowly getting to the point where I'm like, you know what? People are so freaking shit. They're such shit. They deserve whatever bad comes to them. They do. They do deserve it. I'm almost like, you know what? May, you know, my battle should maybe just be personal. Uh, these people gave me a punch. Maybe I should go back and just give them, a, you know, a little, you know, punch back by uh, fighting them. Because when it comes down to it, you know, if it wasn't for the few people out there that are awake and start to understand it, man, I wouldn't really care about the majority of people out there because they are shit. They're just shit. You know, you got, it's unbelievable the shit people that are out there. You know, I, I think I'm lucky that I, I live in such a faraway community that I don't see so much of that anymore. But, I mean, I, I'm kind of scared that, you know, now uh, this week I'm going to be driving into, you know, the bigger city, <laughs> we would call it, and I'm going to see that kind of crap. And I might actually be like, you know what? These people deserve anything bad coming to them. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, what does he say? He says being fake and being celebrities is cool. Okay, yeah. well, you know, everybody's fake nowadays. I mean, not everybody, but the majority are just exactly that, fake. And mm-hmm. if you want to be fake, I mean, you know, then go ahead and be fake. That just means you're a parasite. Okay. You're a disease. You're a parasite, huh? And it's cool being a parasite. It's cool being a disease. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I don't understand it. I, I really don't understand it. You know, I mean, I, it's, there's 
that there's that many parents out there that don't think twice about, uh, you know, maybe not exploiting their children. I mean, how is it that there's so many of them out there? It's unbelievable to me. I mean, there should be none of them out there. But the just sheer, uh, sheer numbers of them that are out there now is amazing to me. And, and then when we hear stories about pedophilia and all this sick shit going on in the world, why is it, you know, not hard to believe? Because it's we not see it. Oh, because it's in your face. Remember, I was up in Florida, but Tampa, Gar- Tampa, Bush Gardens. And Bush Gardens is an amusement park in Tampa. And I was up there with my son and stuff, and we're going in, in line for a ride, right? You know, you stand in the average line for 20, 40 minutes, depending on what line it is, right? And I got in front of me probably, I don't know, 9 to 11. There's two of them, girls, 9 to 11 years old. Standing in front of us in line. I got people behind me, of course. And it was just beyond me because both of these girls were only 9 or 11 years old. They're in that age bracket. And they're both wearing thong bikinis. Oh, my God. There's their bare butt. They're standing in line, basically almost naked. And so you just, what are you going to do? You're staring at two little girls, bare butts the whole time. So we're going, where's the parents? How are you dressed this way in a musical park? Why are you even dressed this way? Okay, so there's a swimming area. They're going to a swimming area. And what are you doing in thong bikinis at that age? Well, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, and if I watched the thing, you know, and, and, and it explained a lot about um, the clothing for kids and, you know, how the majority of these young, you know, these teen clothing shops that uh, you always see in the mall and this and that, they're owned by, you know, just a, a few Jewish people that are like known perverts. Well, of course, they're going to, you know, they want to over sexualize your kids. It's all they're all these Sabbatean Frankist Jews that want to exploit your children. That, you know, it's all part of their weird religion, and nobody seems to care. You know, they'll still take their children. You know, you know. I mean, I don't have any kids, but, you know, I mean, if I had a kid, I'd be researching, you know, I mean, if I walked into a store and saw all that kind of crap, I'd research the store, find out who's behind this crap. You know, who's allowing this crap? I mean, it just blows my mind that this stuff is allowed, you know, and nobody does anything to fight it. You know, and it's and it's it's just silliness, silliness. It's, it's, it's disgusting in a lot of ways because you think about it. I'm in the park, which I was, it's loaded full of people, and you got these two little girls running around in bikinis, thong bikinis, like they're showing off their bodies, and then you're gonna complain somebody dumped something to my kid. But you got your kid running around three quarters naked in front of everybody. What the heck do you think's gonna happen? Yeah, I know. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, these sick fucks that run our world—they really are sick. But uh, well, yeah. yeah but what, it, uh, one thing I did discover long ago, well, and I wasn't trying to discover it. I just discovered it. Okay. There's some of your countries out there where nudity and everything, they're commercials, and they go to a beach, sometimes they're dressed, sometimes they're not dressed, and nudity is normal, and it's seen every day. <coughs> they actually have less, they don't have sex crimes. Crimes are next to no sex. If you come to a country that nudity isn't, the body's covered up, and sex is push, 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 like it is here, you know, pornography everywhere. Then you just, that's like an open invitation. 
it's disgusting, but that's what it's like. It's like an open invitation. Well, you know, people, you know, we, we, we know for a fact that like Burning Man was started by the um, Central Intelligence Agency and one with one of their MK Ultra projects out of uh, the Presidio in San Francisco. And they also are aligned with NAMBLA, the Man Boy Love Association or whatever the hell it is. And you still have people that go there and bring their children to it. Now, if they're known for having pedophiles and predators there, why the hell would people bring their children? I mean, if I, I was going to bring my kids to some kind of an event like that, I would have it well-researched way before I was going to bring my kids to it. And people don't. I know what you're talking about because there actually is an association out there called Man Boy Love. Okay, and they actually promote, they think it's normal and they think it's okay for an adult man to be some 13, 14 year old kid. Yeah. And well, I mean, that's always been that, you know, that, that's been, that's been one of uh, the MK ultra projects from the Presidio ever since the inception. And it goes way back, you know, and, <laughs> you know, people should, these festivals and everything else that are, we're finding out are tied to the government in big ways. You know, whether they're for drug acid testing or whatever else they've been doing with these things, uh, people need to research them. You know, you don't just drag your kid off to some wild stuff and think that just because you're watching them that there's not a predator. To me, I I don't care, you know, if, uh, if I had my kid chained to, you know, my arm. If there's a predator that even looked at my kid, I'd kill him. Wouldn't think twice, <laughs> you know. That's, you know. I mean, you know, people, people want to, you know, oh, get love and hug everything all to, to heaven. I'm sorry. When it comes to predators, no, they just, just kill them. There is no excuse. I, you know, there shouldn't even be a law against it. It should be perfectly legal to execute a predator on sight. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. I don't see why that it's not. You know, why it's, that would be illegal. You know, oh, when you're in the messed up world we're in, Jerry, it's probably illegal because it's legal for them and their brain and their six months to do whatever they want. It's illegal. Well, I, you know, I, and people don't realize that, you know, this is a lot to do that goes all the way back to Huxley and everything else. This is a lot to do with the social engineering and the, you know, and the anthropologic warfare that's been done to our country destroying people you know they this is intentionally done and people don't know and realize what was done to this country intentionally they wanted to make it so nobody fought back and nobody does so their job well done they destroyed america yeah well it's disgusting you know but there's not a lot i mean you know us well, you got all this infighting going on. You got people, you know, and the one thing that, you know, I've been talking about Jerry for this last couple of days. When it comes to religion and people's faith, you know, you get, you know, you understand, most people don't understand, anyhow, that the Bible's been a written script. It was wrote by the people, just controlled. And they say, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 and you know, you'll be controversial over that. But, you know, if you're waking up to what's going on in society, whether you believe it or not, but I'm not going to take somebody's faith in something because 
you have people who grew up in a family with a belief that's been going on for thousands of years, and they went to church every time church was there, two times a week, and their family was regular members and active at the church. And this is what they grew up in their whole life. And you're not going to get somebody that's grown up in this environment their entire life to just say, oh, well, it's all fake and it's all lying without, and then walk away from you. He said, you're going to wake up people that you want to accept the fact that people have their faith, they have a right to their own belief, and you can't be trying to take their belief from them because when you say, no, you have to believe what I want you to believe because that's wrong, then you're no better than the elite at the top. No, I, you know, that's the the big thing is, I mean, I, you know, as much as this country is not perfect and everything else, you know, there are some core values that do make sense. And, you know, people's religious freedom, their, you know, to practice and believe, you know, how they, they see fit. And, you know, there should be some oversight to corruption. You know, just because there's religious freedom and we should have religious freedom. That doesn't mean that there should be religious corruption, and that should be legal. That needs to be have oversight. You know, if we can start overseeing the religious corruption, and because I, I think we need to make sure that secret societies are put into the category of religions, and then also oversee their corruption. Once we can oversee their corruption, and the same with NGOs, there needs to be oversight on corruption. You know, I mean, look at the way these NGOs popped up, you know, in the recent years. You know, we've always had them, but, I mean, they've grown in numbers to astronomical numbers, and there's no oversight, zero oversight. So these people just do whatever they want in these NGOs, which, you know, is basically giving them religious freedom, and where they're just, you know, you know, hiding money for taxes and then doing whatever they want with it. You know, so these NGOs are behaving just like churches, just like cults and everything else. And there's no oversight. Just because there's religious freedom doesn't mean there shouldn't be, you know, uh, religion, you know, oversight. Well, yeah, that that that, that is uh, that's exactly it. There should be oversight, but you know, you gotta hold people for their society today. Who's who stopped looking into 9/11? How come we haven't got the perps in jail already? Okay, How come we ain't got the perps and these false flags sitting behind bars? Okay, how come the Clintons are not in jail? How come the Bushes aren't in jail? How come Dick Cheney ain't in jail? And the list goes on and on and on. So we don't hold anybody responsible for their actions. No. So. We've destroyed our society. We've over-sexualized our societies. And as our commenter, little squirrel said here, she's correct. You have mothers that are dressing like sluts. You have mothers that are strippers and coming home and freaking having sex with every Joe, Dick, and Tom that she wants. And some of these mothers are actually doing it right in front of their children. They don't even care if their children's in the room when they're doing it. And so the kids are getting a full sexual education. Then they see their mother dressed this way, and the mother will buy them. Oh, yeah, you can dress that way, too. That's the society we live in. And then yeah. you 
complain when something happens to the children, but yet, if you're not going to hold the people responsible to doing this, how are you ever going to stop it? Well, and it's not just the sex too; it's the drugs. You know, it, a lot. You know, the uh, the discussion of drugs has dropped, and they like that because they want people out there using drugs to sedate themselves. You know, they want to make people not wanting. You know, they. If you think they really want to stop people using marijuana, no, they want as many people that are able-bodied people to be stoned. That way, when they come home from their jobs, they get stoned or they, you know, just stay lazy and not go out there and fight. You know, and it's it's just not the marijuana. I mean, it's not, you know, sometimes marijuana does a lot of good out there. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But, you know, everything else, the, you know, the meth, that's a horrible epidemic. That's, it, it, that they're, you know, they glorify it on TV, you know, and, you know, everybody wants to be cool and be the, you know, money-making drug dealer or this or that. It's pathetic. It's destroyed society. And big farmer, too, yeah. And that's another big problem. They got everybody else on pills, antidepressants, anti-this and that. You know what? Find some natural things. You might actually start feeling better and want to actually get off your ass and do something. You know, I know people are out there on medications, and sometimes they get mad when I tell them to just throw that shit out. But, no, well, but think, that shit doesn't make you better. I've never seen a case where the, the pills made somebody better. Never. Oh. I've seen it make people worse, but I've never seen a case where they made people better. Well, you know what? The DQ says actually Big Pharma wants to shut down legal marijuana. No, I don't think so. Opinion on this, I don't think so. I no, think, they, they want to take control of it. Yeah. They would want to take control of it, just like with Monsanto's. Because if you can do GMO marijuana and take the good stuff that marijuana did do for people out of it, and then you have control over it, they're still going to make a man off that. They're going to make a man off it. It ain't going to be, you know. So I don't totally, you know, and it's a double-edged sword regardless. Mm. Because you get in a state where they've legalized marijuana, and now it's become legal. People are partying. Oh, yeah, 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 it's legal now. And now they got their new test to see if it's fucking your high when they pull you over. And you get to go to jail. You get to pay fines. And, I mean, all the way around, it's money for them. <laughs> well, I mean, big farmers going to somehow figure out how to rob somebody. You know, you know, it just, it takes time. The, you know, that's, they're always going to have control because, let's face it, Nobody's going to do anything to stop them. No one is. So they're going to do it. Yeah. They're going to keep on doing it. They're going to do it, and they're going to do it, and they're going to do it. You know, it was like today, the big discussion was, you know, so much of um, how stupid it was for uh, Donald Trump to recognize dualism as the capital because that only is going to cause uh, an alignment of, uh, uh, of uh, an axis of evil of, you know, people against that and you know it's gonna you know perpetuate a war to Iran and that's gonna get Russia involved and of course we know Russia's our buddies so it's all a planned thing so it looks like they might be slowing down on their new world order plans just so they can have more war for a while you know just so they can have that cold war plus the physical war in the Middle East 
to kill more people. I mean, it's it's just a joke how people don't see it, and, and they want to sit there and support. Oh yeah, yeah, Israel. Uh, we got to support whatever the Donald Trump says, you know, even though he's doing the exact identical shit that Obama did. Nothing different. <laughs> All a big play, and it, it's nothing different. Nothing well, different. When Obama did it, you didn't support it. How dare him? And now yeah. Trump's doing the same exact same thing. Oh, oh yeah, it must be cool. It's Trump doing it, huh? Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Yep. It's the same exact shit. The, the, you know, the, the same stuff that that Obama did, Trump's doing. So it's nothing different. You know, they, they make small things <laughs> different. You know, like the war on marijuana. Do you think they really care about the war on marijuana? Not really. It's, it's nothing to them. But they'll, they'll, they'll use that. Do you think they really care about the immigrant, you know, um, you know, stopping the immigrants from, the, you know, having visas or whatever, or travel ban or whatever? Do you think they really care about that? That's all bullshit. It's all stage show. Yeah. So that you don't pay attention to that to that that Trump is doing the exact same uh, agenda that Obama was doing. They they want they they do make things uh, these little fights and they make them intentional. So oh we got to worry about building a wall. These creating all these big migrants this and that. They, they don't care about that shit. They can care less. That's a little thing to them. But if, if they make people fight over those little sides, then people don't pay attention to what's really going on. And that's exactly what happens. Exactly what happens. Everybody falls into the trap over and over and over again. You know? Jeff Seth, why would anybody think, and I'm sorry, DQ, but how we're at a point where I'm getting so tired of people thinking that anybody in the White House, besides Rex Tillerson, because he's a pilgrim, has any decision-making capabilities. Why would anybody think that? I mean, how is, is we're at the point where people have not researched what goes on? Why these people are doing the things they're doing? Who's actually making the decisions? Who writes the playbook? Learn about the RAND Institute, how they do the studies for the CFR. Learn, I could be proved can you prove otherwise? Yes, I've read the studies at the Rand Institute. I've read the studies from the Brookings Institute. I've read the studies. These people are just stage actors doing what they're told. That's what it is. They got a million ways of getting people locked up because they do want people in the So I can't prove it. No, wait a second here. I just told you, once you go back and read these studies at the Rand Institute, never mind, he's not going to study, he's not going to read, or she, whoever it is, because people just don't care anymore. They don't care. They want to play political sides. Oh, I'm for Trump, I'm for, I'm for Obama, I'm for this, I'm for that. All, all you're voting for is a figurehead that's being put up as a front man. They're not even your slave masters. They're just a stage show. The Department of Justice? Oh, my God. You know how corrupt the Department of Justice yeah. is? What justice? Yeah. You mean the department that turns their head and looks the other way? If you studied any of it, if you look at every Secretary of State has been part of the Pilgrim Society, which means they have more decision capability than the president does. And not only in America, but also in Canada. So, you know... 
That's who's more important to find out who's in that position than caring about what Trump does. Didn't we bring up the Pilgrim Society already on this show? Yeah, I mean, I try to explain it to people, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, know, if, if, if you want to question it, fine, question me. But I've read history from the Samaritans to today and back again and then back again and then back again. Whether it was French history, Egyptian history, or you name it. I just told. Yeah, it, yeah, just told you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they don't listen. They just don't. Oh, listen. see, you know, no. the Department of Justice isn't just us. <laughs> if the Department of Justice is just us, then how come just us doesn't have anybody locked up for nine eleven? How come yeah. just us hasn't taken people out that did that school were not allowed to talk about? How come the Department of Justice, I turned their back to Hillary Clinton. How come, I can go on and on. You want the list to go on? How come uh, we wrote the laws in legalese that you was never taught how to read so that you could not understand the law, and then we could lock you up, say ignorance of the law isn't our fault that you need to look up the law, but when you look it up, it's wrote legalese. No, 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 no. It's all a setup. It's all a scam to get you in the system. Mm. And, and, and just like, and you want me to give you a name, and I just, you know, I said this to people yesterday. When we're talking about the people that shape society, okay, um, it was back in the, uh, you know, day somebody said, uh, you know, with the book that spawned um, One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Next, okay, um, the person that wrote it, and when he talked about the society that controls um the society all of the world today you know he talked about it and he called he called them the um combine society because it's basically a combination of you know old school cia old school um mk ultra heads uh, people from the mellon family and other banking families and the Masons, that's the people that run the world. Or you can just call them the Kabbalists. That's just, you know, you know, he's right. The Kabbalists run the alphabet agencies. Donald Trump wrote a part in his book talking about how he studied the Kabbalah. Read his book and then figure it out. It doesn't matter. Why are we telling people that can't read that they should read? Well, because <laughs> He is healthy, and then he deals in facts. Well, when you believe the Department of Justice is us, and they're a good, they're a good thing for this country. You don't deal in facts, <laughs> deal in propaganda. <laughs> well, well, he apparently this guy thinks space aliens runs the DOJ. Well, that's a you know typical nut job. What are we going to do? You know, so <laughs> there you go. He answered his own question. He's a nut job. Well, so ET runs it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. ET does it. Yeah. So apparently this guy thinks ET runs, you know, the Department of Justice. You know, Trump is a time traveler, and what else we got there? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't just make it up. I'm only going about. Uh, yeah. What you said. That's exactly what he said. No, I think space aliens run the DOJ. That's what he said. So we're yeah. going by what you said. Prove me wrong. That's what you said, too. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. It's your own <laughs> words. So when you say we're making stuff up, I'm looking at what you're saying. I think he's smoking way too much pot. That's the problem. He can't handle Some people just can't handle even basic drugs, you know. Uh, it doesn't matter whether or not he runs it. That doesn't mean he can do anything. You don't think he's still being fed with answers from think tanks telling him how to think? Because when you're part of these secret societies, you're, you're told to go along with the, what these think tanks say. I mean, what so you, whether it's the Rand Institute or the Brookings Institute, which are the two top ones that are basically give the instructions, you know, sometimes you get they get stuff from the Heritage uh, Foundation or, you know, one of these other ones. But the majority of stuff comes from Brookings and Rand. And that dicta- Rand is the one that really dictates the executive branch of our government. You know, that's, that's, you know, until you've actually read some of their studies and some of their social engineering projects, don't tell me they don't because you even haven't even read it. So how would you know? You know, but it doesn't matter. Why are we even wasting our time with somebody that isn't that intelligent? I guess that's the fake that you know, Trump's supposed to be. I suppose you believe Trump runs this country. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose Trump runs our country, right? But no, don't, don't argue because I see the way he's asking questions and stuff. He's behaving like he's he's MK Ultra, you know, where the the thing the connection's not being made, and, and he, so there's a there's there's some kind of mental problem there. He's got a mental issues, so don't bother talking to him anymore, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're getting we're getting all the shills tonight. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know that that's the crazy thing is that, you know people don't they they think all these these puppets have something to do, but we haven't have you had one one person from Congress come out and say well, you know what nine eleven was bullshit <laughs> was inside job or whatever you know or we need to stop these you know these um, false flags or you know all these bullshit stories. Have you heard one person come clean? No. So, so if they're not coming clean, they're obviously either stupid as fuck or somebody's controlling them, not allowing them to say something. You know, my time. Are- those are the only two, you know, what else could it be? They're either so dumb they can't figure it out. And obviously they went to, if you look at almost any, any resume from any uh, uh, congressman out there, they went to Ivy League schools. So they can't be completely stupid. So really what it comes down to, they must be being controlled, right? There's really no other answer. It's simple as that. If they were able to actually do something, why aren't they? Why aren't they? That's it. That's exactly it. I mean, it's so in your face. You see all the criminal stuff that takes place. But nobody does anything to hold these people responsible. Okay? And as far as you're saying that you want people to come up and take us seriously, post links. In other words, what you're saying is do your homework for you. No, 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 no. We're not going to do your homework for you. You must do your own homework. It's not our job to do it for you. And well, I'll, I'll do, listen, I, I'll do homework for people. I've done it, and, and my, but my agreement is, is you have to do it with me. I'll do it, uh, but I want to walk you through and and help you out because if you don't get the basics, 
well, I'm not going to waste my time going into all the deep stuff and explaining. You know, and if, if you can't figure out, you know, we'll, we'll start, you know, if we're looking into the RAND Institute, you know, or we'll look at, you know, we might start with some Brookings Institute stuff because that, that's been more in, in the face of a lot of people and look at their study on how to fake introduce aliens to people. And then we go back from there. If you can't start getting how they do things, you know, on the basic stuff, then I'm not going to bring somebody into the deeper research because it's a waste of my time, you know. How do I document a claim? It's <laughs> yeah, just retarded, you know. Why are you watching the show? I mean, I put a video out today that said you have to be awake to listen to this show. If you're not awake, don't listen to this show. It's simple as that. I don't want you here. Nobody, matter of fact, if anybody on here is not awake, please don't listen to this show because it's not going to make sense to you. Nothing we say is going to make any sense whatsoever, so don't watch it. Go watch Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The only thing you're going to do is try to argue with stuff that was already been looked up, okay? Yeah. Argue with it and say show facts, and even if it shows you a link, then you just go look at the link and say, oh, I don't oh. believe this. You know, you think we're going there with you? No, we're not. And not only that, I can't even show you, Link, because I'm not even signed in because I can't. I'm too hidden. <laughs> I had a <laughs> You know, but whatever you're going to, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, you know, remember when Donald Trump, you know, he said, you know, oh, well, maybe you'll find out the Saudis did 9-11 or whatever he said, you know. And then what does he do? One of the first things he does, he goes to Saudi Arabia and sells them $180 billion worth of weapons. <laughs> so, so in other words, what you're saying is you just told us that maybe these people attacked us, but you're going to go over there and sell them a whole bunch of weapons. Okay. I understand what you're doing. That makes total sense. <laughs> I don't know how people don't figure this out, Bill. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, it, it's it just sucks. But well, we're living in that world. But what I wanted to do is get on topic with, you know, I was talking with Bill. And that was when I used to, when I was in college, when I was engineering in New Haven, I was engineering a radio station. And I was talking about um, the program director, how he was into all that <laughs> satanic stuff. You know, he was known for doing all this witchcraft stuff, which I really, you know, I was young and I was in college, so I didn't really... I wasn't that in with the crowd that I at the radio station that I knew exactly what they were talking about. I just kind of laughed it off. And then we had another DJ that was working. How you know everybody used to talk about how you liked little boys, and I thought it was a joke too. And you know it's funny I was telling Bill today that you know when you hear all these stories about this stuff and people in the entertainment business and and, and all this and that. I said, you know, I said to Bill, I said, I got to kind of believe some of this because, you know, even though I laughed those stories off, it was the only time I ever heard those stories when I was around the entertainment business. So when I do hear stories about these pedophiles and, you know, this, you know, satanic shit, you know, being tied to the entertainment business and everything else, I'm starting to believe a lot. You know, I'm not starting to believe. I always kind of believed it. But what I'm saying is, when you experience it firsthand, it really sets it that this shit is going on. That, you know, a lot of these conspiracy theories are actually true, but they blow them out of proportion so they make them sound ridiculous to the public. And, you know, it, it really sucks because 
these things are going on. I know, I know it because, you know, I experienced being around it that I can understand that these things really go on. And that just means that the more they blows out of proportion and people don't take it serious, that more kids are getting hurt. And that's the one thing that really been bothering me a lot lately is the, the fact that there's kids out there that they just hurt, you know, they're hurting and we're not doing enough to stop these people. You know, it, 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 it's bad enough that all these things, whether they're come shields, GMOs, whatever, that we're not doing enough to help ourselves be not poisoned. It's the fact that there's children out there that I'm sure, are continuing to be hurt because we're not doing enough because we're, you know, too busy talking about marijuana, too busy talking about the department of justice, too busy talking about bullshit when there's children out there that are being hurt and nobody gives a flying fuck. And that upsets me. That part is actually true. All the people that want to claim that how much they care about the children, how much they care about the children, and then you watch what goes on, and it just, you know, it just these people end up sticking their foot in their mouth. Because if they cared so much about the children, you wouldn't see all this BS that's going on. Yeah. It'd be going off. People would be prosecuted for it. People would be brought down. But it's not be. I mean, they're just getting by with it. And it is really going on. There's lots of children being sex trafficked. I mean, you know. And you know well, yeah. You know, it's not just girls. People have no, misconception I, about it. Girls, girls, girls. No, it's not. And it was funny, you know, and I still remember even another incident I had with the radio station. I was out, you know, running the relay um, from the tennis tournament in New Haven uh, back to the radio station. And we had this newscaster, the weatherman. He was a really old guy, and Dr. Mel. And, uh, you know, he kept on flirting with all these tiny young girls that, you know, these preteen girls that were in the tennis tournament. I'm like, what? And I asked somebody else, what the hell is he doing? And, uh, you know, and one of the older people that said to me, oh, he's, he's just a pervert. And he's one of the perverts at this EV station. And another time where I just shook it off. And, it, you know, it actually bothers me now to, to this day that I shook those kind of things off, not really fully taking in how serious, you know, that, that was. Because God knows if I saw that stuff going on in public, what the hell is going on, you know, when these, you know, big shots in the, whether they're local entertainers or, you know, major entertainers in their business when they're in their private world. Because they, they sucker people in and young people in with, you know, hey, you want to be on TV, you know, you want to be in the movies, you know, because it's so glorified to be you know, up there on the big screen that, you know, people, especially at a young age, could be really taken advantage of. And, you know, it's a sad thing because, and, you know, not only that, I noticed, you know, when I was engineering, I was running relays and whatever, when I was working radio station, you know, I was able to take the radio station truck and drive right into the tunnels under, under New Haven and under Yale and everything else. You know, I was able to go through police lines and do whatever. So, you know, the police turn their head to the to these people. Is that oh, whether they're stars or whatever? Oh yeah, you're, you're, you know, they give them they little okay, you know. And I remember being able to do things in the city of New Haven that that 
many people couldn't do. If I was if I was driving the truck for the radio station, I'd take that. I could take that truck down one wrong ways down a one way. I could do whatever I wanted. Park right up on the green. I could do whatever I wanted. And it's because we we, we give so much freedom to whether it's starstruckness or whatever it is to these people in the entertainment business and giving them too much leeway without any oversight is why this stuff isn't happening. And you got to think about it is think about it. You know, if you're, if you, let's say you are a natural predator and they realize that in the entertainment business or some of these other businesses, there are, certain business types that they you can have more freedoms where you can get away with a lot more you know look at how many times you know stars you know are out getting drunk doing stupid things and you know getting away with it you know so these people do get away with a lot you know and then you know the if you're a natural predator those people are going to you know naturally resonate they're going to naturally go towards those types of businesses and get involved in it because that's where they're going to see how they're going to get away with it you know, and it, it, there's nothing that really stops that. So it's kind of scary. Well, you know, she was right when she said we have 800,000 kids missing, okay, every year. That is true. Mm. There are that many kids that come up missing. You know, and a big percentage of them is actually taken and used for sex trafficking. Other percentage of them, probably MK Ultra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's true, because MK Ultra never quit, never shut down. No. no. They're, they're just doing, I know when we're doing a study, we're, we're where we're, I think I know some other people, but yeah, what we're catching, <clears throat> the new the new MK Ultra program, we're catching it in um all these local music programs, they somehow are working through local music programs. And I'm not sure if it's because they found ways to introduce sounds to put people into hypnosis or what. But for some reason, uh, that new MKUltra program is being ran through regional music programs. You know, and we're catching a lot of crisis actors being involved with these regional I, I don't even really want to say it so much because and we're still investigating them big and we don't even want them knowing that we understand what they're doing so I'm not going to get too much into it but I do want to tell people out there that have kids do not put your kids in any local regional music programs or theater programs do not Yeah. you know I mean, if you need somebody that understands how to research them or whatever you know, get a hold of me, and if you, you know, because I'm not saying all of them are out there that are bad, but if you have trouble researching them, you know, ask me, or I can, I have contacts that, that can do some research in this stuff too. Research it. We can research it before you put your kids into this stuff, because it, let me tell you something. The last thing you want to do is, you know, we even found there's, I forgot what the name of the program is. I can look it up one now. There's a there's a summer program for kids. That's an MK Ultra program. And it, let me see if I can get the name of it real quick for you. I hope I saved it here. I think I did, but I've got to find it. I don't know where I put it, but I have it. I know I have it. Yeah, they have changed the normal frequency of music. Yeah, here it is. The name of the program is 
Okay, CISV. Um, I forgot what it stands for. Oh, yeah. Children's International Summer Villages. They are running a, uh, a they through some of their camps, they're running an MK Ultra program. You know, they got caught for that. Well, we caught for that. But so if you, you know, you hear about the this uh, CISV, Children's International Summer Village, do not let your kids near it. Do not. That's an MK Ultra program. Mm-hmm. Keep your kids away from it. So, you know, but if we don't know about these things, what are we going to do? Johnny yeah. Gosh, so Johnny Gosh was kidnapped for sex, sexual purposes. Yeah, yeah it's back in the um, uh, Franklin days, the yeah. Franklin scandal, right? Or, or was it? Yeah, Johnny Gosh was Franklin scandal, not the um, the Hampton cover up. Uh, he was Franklin scandal, and he was kidnapped for sexual for sexual purposes. Yeah. And Mike controlled that while he was at it. So I think there was a little NK Ultra in there, but that was for sexual purposes, and that's the reason he was kidnapped. Oh, yeah. Well, that, you know, I mean, these certain areas, they were all ridden with MK Ultra. you know. They had a big, um, going back in the days, They whether it still goes on now or not, I know, like, you know, in the Hamptons and, the, you know, uh, Long Island, they had a big MK Ultra program going on, you know, and, and you got to look how close matter of fact um uh, one of the one of the forefathers of mk ultra is from danbury connecticut which is right next to sandy hook you yeah. know and that's that's confirmed you know yeah. so it's you know that the mk ultra program was going on there in newtown you know yeah. other areas like austin texas san antonio texas kalamazoo uh maryland they had a couple of places well, virginia John- the tennis, or was it? What's that? Uh, the, the I always forget the name of it. Um, uh, Tennessee had it. Uh, one of the worst ones was the Presidio, out there in California. That was one of the worst. Yeah. You know. Well, that, Dr. Fox was actually Sioux City, Iowa. If I remember right, it was Sioux City, Iowa, where Johnny Gosh lived. And unless anybody's been in my home state, because he is right, that is my home state. Sioux City, Iowa is also linked to Sioux City, Nebraska. They're actually hooked together by state lines. It's a pretty big area. So it wasn't hard for them to take him out across the state line and shoot down to Omaha. Yeah. And what's the others? I mean, was it was was it St. Louis that had a problem? Um, uh, had a big problem under the study, too, with the Masons and child sex? I can't remember if it was... City. If it was if it was um no or if it was St. Louis or shit I can't remember I think it was St. Louis I want to say or was it somewhere in Mississippi I can't remember I can't remember there's so many that's the problem with too many places all over the place you know. You know, even if you listen to Kathy Kathy O'Brien, you know, they had the program going on in, uh, you know, in Arkansas. So, you know, this problem has been an epidemic across the entire country. Yeah, it's gone on for a long time. It's been going on for too long. You know, that's another thing that really bothers me is I don't think people realize, you know, how much uh, that program has influenced everything in the United States. 
You know, and when 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 we find out that the Grateful Dead was the creation of the CIA, it it blows my mind. You know, and you know how it ties to Ken Casey and all these other you know projects, people that were involved with MK Ultra. It's it's you know in Laurel Canyon and you know and uh, Jim Morrison and you know although all those sixties. kids that were uh, you know all the rock and rolls from the 60s that came out of california all their parents were high-ranking military officers and why were they high-ranking military officers because you know back then to get that program started to get their kids and get kids in the program parents were offered you know hey you know if you put your kids in this program you know we're gonna make them famous or whatever um but we're going to do these experiments on them, and you know you are going to get moved up in rank. So you know you got people like Jim Morrison, whose father is Admiral Morrison, and, and basically the one being responsible for the Vietnam War, and all these other people that are, you know, uh, you know that were our '60s uh, hippie generation. That that was all programmed to you know people to not really fight back. You know, it's a protest. Well, yeah. you know, we have a caller with us, Jerry. 201, you're on. Hey, guys, how you doing today? Good, hey. how you doing? Good. Hey, what's going on, Jerry? It's Bruce. Hey, Bruce, what's going on? Not much, guys. How are you guys today? Everything good? Yeah, we were we were just talking about the MK Ultra program. You know, I've been on that yeah, trip lately. Canyon. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting stuff, man. Yeah. Keep going. It's been on a great show today. Yeah, it's kind of wild. It's kind of wild. You know, it it, it sucks because I've been in that mood where, you know, I'm like, I know too much about the, some of the history of the music and, you know, what how it came out came about and all this crap that I, I almost stopped listening to music for a while. And I have to remind myself, it's just because we know they used uh, music and you know the whole popular culture to change things and beat up society and cause anthropologic uh, anthropologic uh, warfare. That doesn't mean I have to totally tune it out. I can still enjoy their music even though I know how <laughs> that that the singer might be an MK Ultra or something. You know. You're absolutely right, and you know what that does? It, it puts you on high alert. So any information that you hear, you automatically process and then start to break it down to see where the mind fuck is, right? I mean, that's what yeah. I've been doing. I can't even watch a movie anymore um, and, and really get into it without even thinking that, like, they're trying to brainwash me. This is complete propaganda bullshit. So I definitely know how you feel with that, man. <laughs> it sucks. It's almost like we need our own entertainment somehow. Because the movies, the TV, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't even turn the TV on for 60 seconds. I've tried it. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, I'm watching cartoons sometimes just to try to watch TV to escape the bullshit. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the hell are they teaching these kids? You know, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's amazing to me. <laughs> well, you're a parent. I mean, I mean I, I, like a, how the hell do some of these parents, you know, let their kids, you know, get exploited on YouTube like they do? It just still blows my mind. I don't know it's how they, they do it. It's complete. It, it's disgusting. That uh, uh, pussy scouts with the little girls, right? These are, yeah. these are girls dropping the F-bombs, right? Rap, trash, and Trump. Um, these, these girls were, they were in a pussy hat, 
right? Um, and then between the ages of 8 and 12, humorously trash rapping against Trump and sexist, they, they, they talk, they're talking about the most disgusting shit. I, I had never yeah. seen anything uh, like this in my life. If this came out in, like, 1997, that company would be shut down. It would be fucking FBI raids. The parents would be arrested. Yeah. This shit is allowed to go on now. How the fuck is that possible? Did we change the rules and I don't know about it? Well, apparently we did because I, I think it's just the fact that nobody's doing anything to stop it. So you know what, you know, you know, part of these, you know, social engineering programs and everything else is to defile society. It's anthropologic warfare. It's done intentionally, and Absolutely. you know, and that's, that's part of it. And it's sick. It's the protocols of Zion in full effect. They're just going down the list, checking off the fucking boxes. That's all they're doing, and it got this too now. God bless America, because it's it's not looking good unless we start waking people up and get our shit together. Yeah, well, I mean, it's scary, you know, because you know that you know that's whole that's the whole part of like some of this seventy uh, and Frankist thing is to push things until people actually do something to stop it. You know, and and, and to me, it still doesn't make sense because you still you know really you know whether these kids were involved in it or not, you hurt these kids. That's something that even if we stopped everything, it's we can't fix. You already screwed them up. And so it really just blows yeah. my mind that there's parents out there that will let it get that far. They desensitize their children at a very, very early age. You know, it's not let them have a childhood. Let them not think about periods. You know, let them let them play with their Barbie dolls like my sisters did, you know, who are yeah. in their 40s now. We didn't grow up with stupid shit like this, man. It's disgusting. Little kids. No, like, yeah. I, I, it, it, I, yeah, I, I just can't believe that America has let itself stoop to this new law for liberalism, and that's really all it is. And liberalism is socialism disguised as communism, and uh, it, it's, it's a sad state we're in. That is, and you know, that's the worst part is you know, people don't realize, you know, it, it's <clears throat> when you're talking about the Zionist agenda, it, it, it doesn't, it crosses party lines. Just because they're looking with right, you know, acting like they care about right wing things doesn't mean they're still part of the whole communist agenda. You know, you know, it's they have to play their part, too. So it's hidden communism basically everywhere, you know, and and that, you know, that scares me because, you know, and when you look at like China, which is communist and a Russian, which is, you know, been communist. And to start getting um, other countries that, you know, never liked communism or, you know, any of that crap, you, you have to you have to push in some of these communist ideas. Yeah, you have to, you know, you have to, you know, you have to, you know, tear down the society, making, you know, it look like there's so many um, just you know, degenerate people and everything else that they'll start to accept some of these stronger communist ideas when they do come in, that we have to be tougher on this. We have to have tougher laws for that, you know, because when it comes down to it, yeah, do we need tougher laws and everything else for pedophiles and perverts and everything? Yes. But we can't accept those laws under communism. You know, I mean, in a way we have to accept those laws no matter what, but I mean, we don't want to be forced into communism because we want to clean up the pedophiles. And that, that's the kind of – when we, we're talking about the deep state, the way they plan things, that's what they're thinking about, you know, because they can care less about how they defile society. 
They just know it has to go down and look so bad and that, and that it needs to be cleaned up so that they can bring in the force. Yeah, it's all part of their gun. Yeah. And destroy it because so bad that they can bring in communism and people willingly allow it. They won't complain. You know, I mean, and they, you know, if, if uh, you know, they let the pedophilia get so out of hand that people just start finally screaming about it. Oh, well, you know, they can bring in these tougher, tougher, you know, communist style restrictions. And it won't be just against the pedophiles. When they bring it, there'll be, you know, something else included in it, which will take away our freedoms. You know, so that's how they do it. You know, so it's almost something where we actually need to find some people to go out there and get, you know, and exterminate the pedophiles ourselves before we have to accept any kind of deal from above. You know that that that's what we actually should be doing. We should be out there and just get rid of all the pedophiles. You know. You know, if neighborhoods got together and said, "Hey, if a pedophile moves in, we're gonna just you know what, in the middle of the night, we're gonna sneak in and we're gonna beat the crap out of them to the point where we force them out or you know kill them or whatever." You know, I'm not advocating killing somebody on YouTube. Of course not. I would never do that. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, we wouldn't do that here. No, not, not at all. No, no, <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. Don't, 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 don't cut up the pedophiles. Beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you do, don't, don't hit the pedophiles over the head with a hammer and then drag them down to the river. Don't do that. Don't make sure that it's really dark out <laughs> and nobody sees you. <laughs> 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 you know what, Jerry? That's true. That's great advice, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't do it. I'll tell you don't what, man. People will not start waking up until it starts hitting them in the fucking pockets. I mean, that's the bottom line. Until it starts affecting their money and their finances and their little fucking three, four little vacations per year with the family, okay, that's when people are going to start giving a shit. Because they want to wipe out the middle class. And they want to take that money and then restructure it and give it to fucking people. That's socialism. That's where it's going. So when Johnny has five cars and Johnny uses uh, four cars and has one car left, he's going to be pretty fucking pissed off. And, and that's what we need. Mm. That's where we need to get the people in the United States, man. Pissed off. And they're not there yet. They're too comfortable still. While the rest yeah. of us are suffering, we know the truth. And that, that's why I get worried that they're going to still try and figure out how to keep on floating this economy because I think that's what they're scared of. I think they're scared of hitting people in the pocket too much because, you know, if it really starts slamming people and the economy really takes a big downturn, that could be a big wake-up call for a lot of people. So, I, I you know, as much as they like to scare us that the economy is going to fall apart, I think they almost have to float it as much as they possibly can. Which is going to only, you know, cause a bigger fall if they keep on floating it and keep on floating it. We, you know, the best thing for we really, really for America is to really take the hit, and so we can start start going back up again. You know, before we, you know, you know, that's if we stayed in, you know, a fraction reserve market. But you know, I mean, we need to get out of that. But we, you know, I don't see the Federal Reserve leaving leaving anytime soon without anybody talking about it. You know, so. It, it, 
to, in this type of a market that we're in, the best thing for us to do is the sooner we take the hit, the better, instead of letting it float and float and float. Yeah, well, you know that's not going to happen. They they want it to float because all the people with money that know what's going on and have insider trader knowledge are going to wait till it hits the top, then sell it, then they fuck everybody. Yeah, and that's oh, yeah. pretty much how it works. You know, the market is cyclical. It goes up, it goes down. Generally, stocks yield you about 12% a year if you're in, like, you know, large-cap stocks and things like that. Um, but the market's corrected itself a lot. The only problem is, is that our money isn't worth shit. We have no gold to back it. We're just printing it out of thin air. No, and everybody's so moving to gold to China. Yeah, moving to gold and buying Bitcoin again, a cryptocurrency, you know. My sister just bought 30K into cryptocurrency. In oh, no. way. She, yeah. she thinks it's going to explode, and you know what? At this point, I think it's going to keep going up, man. I think I, it's, I, know, it's not a long-term stock. It's something that you trade, so you got to keep your eye on it, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's something, you know, I mean, I, you know, cryptocurrency, I would say, you know, let it go up a little bit more where, where we know, but still sell early. You know, because uh, you want to get your hands on it to be liquid. Uh, you know, I mean, you can't push it too far, especially going through into the end of the year. I mean, it's already we're already past our natural cycle of a downturn. So, I mean, I, I would expect at least to not let too much roll past the beginning of the year, you know. Well, this currency isn't affected by anything. That's the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? Stocks and bonds affect each other. So does the, you know, the futures, the futures market, treasuries, you know, treasuries and bonds, they all affect each other in some way. Sometimes bonds, yeah. uh, sometimes stocks can be turned into bonds. Cryptocurrency doesn't have inflationary problems, and it doesn't have a lot of shit that the regular money that we own causes us, like having to pay $1,800 a month rent in 2017, where 40 years ago it was like 110 bucks a month. For a whole house, you know what I'm saying? Like all currencies really screwed us. No, they have. Well, you know the the one thing that kept me away from Bitcoin was when I was researching it. You know, I found that one of the uh, uh, one of the founders of Bitcoin was a pedophile. You know, he was like uh, he was the um, uh, producer of uh, the Mighty Ducks, and uh, he's he was oh, known to be a pedophile. Wow, that's, yeah. That's interesting. So, I, so that's why I stayed away from them. And they were connected to all these shady. Um, um, he's connected to all these shady people that are involved with the CIA. So I'm like, holy shit, the CIA is involved with Bitcoin. I'm gonna stay away from that because I don't trust them worth a dime. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not saying that you can't do good on that. I'm just saying I don't trust the CIA. I've seen too much crap. Yeah. You know. You know. It's a good practice. <clears throat> Here's the thing: the CIA is actually good at you know making money. You know you got to just look at Jeff Bezos. They're behind Jeff Bezos. They're behind all these other people. So you know they they so sometimes they actually are good at making money in very shady ways, but they make money. So not saying that it, it would be a horrible thing. I just can't contribute to. I'm not I'm not getting involved in any business that has known pedophiles involved in it. That's just me. You know. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I I mean, that's one thing I'm going to search it. But I know, I know there's a lot of other cryptocurrencies out there. 
you know, though, I mean, uh, one of them, I, I even I, got, I saw one pop up the other day called uh, Rothcoin or something like that. I was like, really? Why would you even have a name that sounds like Rothschild? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, let me just hand you over all my money. Yeah, I might as well just hand it over to you. Yeah. Give me the mail address. I'll send you my money order. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Well, we we need we need to have our own currency, and you know, in theory, we don't even need to back it by gold. You know, we can back it by our own productivity. But the yeah. problem is, we don't have any productive people anymore. <laughs> well, well, that's, that's we have no industry. industry. No. Yeah. Well, that's our we own fault. I mean, you know, we just don't have jobs where we can bust our ass, make 40 bucks an hour, you know what I'm saying? Take care of our home, have enough of food, and let our wife stay at home and raise our kids and teach them and not send them to public school. Well, that's a great well, idea. You know, a lot we can do that again. We can't. Well, you know, yeah. a lot of it, you know, it, it, it's our own fault because – you know, it was the other day I was like, you know, I, you know, I told Bill, I was like, shoot, I had this little shit drill and I was, you know, rebuilding, you know, one of my inventions. I'm always inventing something. <laughs> and, and I had to, uh, you know, I, I said, I need to get the big drill. And, uh, you know, I went out to the uh, garage and got the big drill. And I said, Bill, I'm not even sure if this drill is going to work. I said, this thing is frozen because it was out, you know, in the ice frozen. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't unlock it. And, you know, I could unlock it, the chuck because it was just frozen shut and it's all rusted, but it was an old craftsman, you know, and I plugged it in and that thing drilled away. <laughs> and and I, said, I said to Bill, I said, Bill, I bet you if I look on the, on the tag and I, you know, script the dust away, it's going to say made in America. And it sure did. You know, there was a point where we made really good stuff and the stuff lasted. And then we got cheap. Instead of buying that good American name and paying the extra couple of dollars for the good American name, we decided to, you know, save a couple of dollars and buy the Chinese quality crap. And, and, and you know, it, it, what we needed to have done is kept on buying those products that said made in America that were well made. Because in America at one time we made, whether it was our muscle cars or whatever it was, there was a time in America where no matter what we produced, that shit was good. We made great shit, Jerry. I'm an eBay, and I deal with a lot of antiques and old Americana, man. Let me tell you something. The drill bits that we have now, they're like fucking clay. You try to, like, you mm-hmm. either strip the nail or you strip your drill, your drill bit. Those drill bits would drill into the nail and pull that nail out, you know? I mean, we made great stuff, man, and... It's a real yeah. shame where we've come right now. And I appreciate those things so much. So when you bring that up and you say that, that is the God's honest truth. Like, we have turned to shit. Even though cars are all plastic, you know, sad. Very sad. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, even if you look at the American cars, you know, where are all the parts coming from? They're all coming from, you know, from Taiwan, from Korea, from China, you know, from Japan. So, you know, it, it, our cars that we're supposed to call American, there's Hondas out there that are more American than Chevys, you know. So, you know, we're not building it anymore, you know. And then, and then half of our Chevys are being built in Canada or Mexico. So yeah. we're not building yeah. the quality anymore. Well, that's been going on for a long time because you could go down 
15 years ago and you could buy a car that the body was built in America and under the hood, everything was shipped overseas. Mm. All the parts were all the parts were foreign that made it run down the road. Yeah, well, that's that's our own cheapness. We 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 made a mistake by you know preferring cheap versus quality. Well, we did so the same thing how... to our food supply, right? Yeah, we we cut corners every goddamn place. McDonald's, Jesus, Burger King. Like you know, I remember you know back in the day, you walk into a Burger King, it smelled like a flame broiled burger. Now it's yeah, like a and and now you say that. Disgusting. <laughs> Right? You would walk in there, you'd be like, yeah. Jesus, am I in a barbecue? This place is yeah. great. Now it's, a, they don't, you know, everything's microwave. It's, it's, we've got corners everywhere, man. It's ridiculous. It's disgusting. Mm. It's, 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 yeah. it's all a bit, it's all a design plan, and it's, it's going according to plan, because we're still not doing shit. I mean, at least the truly community's talking about it, but the, the sheep want to fucking stay asleep. You know, they want to concentrate on, like, their favorite show. They've been watching The Walking Dead. All right, great. I watch football, but you know what? I still have time to be on Facebook getting angry, pissing people off, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do. So, I mean, like, you know, I told you, like like I said before, man, until we start hitting, you know, the sheep in the pockets, they're not going to wake up, man. It's going to take a financial collapse to be like, holy shit. And then they're going to consult their local conspiracy theorists to find out what the fuck is going on. And that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm waiting for the phone calls. I'm going to be like, I told you, dickhead. I told you, asshole. Yeah. What did I tell you? What did you think? I was making shit up and I had nothing better to do than fucking, you know, read books and research conspiracy theories and shit? Come on. I was pulled into this shit. I had to do it. So, you know, I hope it doesn't come to that. Well, those calls are always uh, always uh, those calls are always nicer. You know, when they, people stop by and they uh, they uh, turn to you and say, "Hey, you were right." Oh my God, you were right. <laughs> you like, oh. you know, it's, it's like you want to rub it into them because they gave you a hard time, but <laughs> you know like, you, you can't. Me we need every so awake person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, man. That's the truth. You I was like you yeah. me breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Got to wrap it Well, we, yeah. Well, you know, you got to. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I was looking at the I was looking at the comments here, Jerry, mm. and she's reminded me of something, Rhonda. She said her last comment. She's got Google for us. <laughs> Google ten thousand new employees, and where all was Google at again today? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I did an experiment with Bill. I, you know, I, I said, I'm going to pull up the map of Israel, all right, and then type Google it. So I did. And I and like 15 places popped up, all these big um, buildings. And I even went into, you know, right onto the street and looked at them to make sure they were Google. Google's got a ton of office buildings in Israel. And I said that, you know, when, when I heard that they're going to hire 10,000 people to get rid of the quote-unquote extremist on YouTube. In other words, you know, you know, stop truthers. But when I heard that, I said, they're not hiring Americans. You know, they're hiring Israelis. That's what they do in Israel. You know, I mean, they don't produce widgets in Israel. What they produce are security and Internet experts, which means spies. 
<laughs> yep. The pooper. Yeah. I think so, I think it's uh, like a, a college program. Like you have to do two years in the massage before, you like <laughs> you, you know, you can you have to put your time in. You know, either the Mossad or you, if you're like tough, you want to go into the Israeli Defense Forces. That's like the Marines of the United States. You know, they actually do have a. They actually do have a. It's actually a law in Israel. You every every person when you turn 18 of age, whether you're a girl or a boy, you have to serve two years in the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force. You know, now they're trying to wipe the wrong fucking people out too. That's insane. <laughs> it's, insane. Right? it's insane. You so, know what? I'll that, tell you yeah. exactly why. Because 95% of the Israelis in Israel did not descend from there, DNA-wise. Oh, yeah. So no. probably to them, like, like they're, they're not us. You know what I'm saying? No. It gets real biblical at that point. Like They're like a different type of Jew. You know, yeah, and I, I, it's, it's, you know, Ashkenazi, which is the most, you know, uh, apparent in America. Then you got the Kazarians. You know, it's like different factions. It's like one unit, but different. Like, like the FBI and the CIA. That's how I. That's how I like visualize it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you really look at it, the FBI is basically just a joke. That I learned firsthand, but <laughs> the FBI yeah. is a joke that doesn't do anything. You know, I'm not even sure why we have an FBI. You know, they're only they're only used to take out the enemies of another corporation. You know, they're you know they're a joke. <clears throat> you know, sure. I think I did a, a phone call where I called the FBI in Michigan, complaining about what happened to me. And, uh, I, and the recording was even the lady, she even said, she said, she said, the FBI is not your first responder. And I said, what do you mean? I just told you about political corruption, police corruption, everything else. And she says, we're not your first responder. What do you mean you're not a first responder? Who responds? <laughs> I'm like, can I, get a, can I get a number then? Is there a card you got? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Well, no, she said is I, and I ended up doing what she told me. She said, I have to call the police department that did it to complain. You know, uh-huh. I have to call and play and complain and tell them about the political corruption and everything else. And I was like, I, so you, in other words, you want me to call the corrupt people to tell them they're corrupt and they need to investigate themselves. You know, and it's just insane. It's insane. That our whole system is completely a joke. Yeah, you, it's yeah. like you calling them and you're like, listen, I just saw Osama bin Laden hanging out on Smith and West Street. He's, he's wearing he's wearing his turban and everything. Can you come get him? They're like, well, listen, we got to call the local police department. You know, uh, file a report. <laughs> you got to show your driver's well, license. Your local, get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> report it to the Congress. Send the congressman an email. I'm sure he'll get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's a joke, man. No, it is. Sir. So stupid. It country's is. country's so stupid. Well, okay. I mean, it wasn't always like this. It wasn't always like this. No. And, and you know, no. And, and just like I was, uh, I was saying earlier, it was, it was you know, is even though our country, you know, the the people that first came here, our patriots, whatever you want to call them, were masons and everything else. They yeah. still did something. They still did something, and you know, 
if they can do it, the way I look at it is if a bunch of gay Masons can, you know, stand up to the British, we can do a better job if we got people to stand yeah. up. <laughs> all we need is five. Per, all we need is five percent, man. That's the militia number. Yeah. People got to start training the militia because they want to fucking fight Muslims because that they watch mainstream media and they think that's their fucking enemy, and that's the fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah. The militia needs yeah. to be fucking trained. There needs to be a leader that steps up that says, "Hey, listen, dickheads, that's not your fucking problem. This is your fucking problem." You know, and and, yeah. and if that doesn't happen, then they're doomed. You know, well, you know the problem. The problem with our militias is they've almost all been infiltrated. Yeah, and they've been infiltrated for a long time. Bill even knows that. You're right. I mean, that's been they've been doing that for years. That's a huge problem. Yeah. So and, you know, the, the problem with our yeah. Well, the, with the you know the programs like the COINTEL Pro, and uh, you know whether it's been MK Ultra or COINTEL Pro with the FBI. These pro, you know, these, these departments are spending more time infiltrating America than they do benefiting anything in America. Mm-hmm. You know, I, so they've I feel done like they've used by different factions, like you know, yeah, yeah, they have. You know, you know, in the back of the days, it was the Pinkertons. Then, if you study the Pinkertons and how they were involved in some of the false flags over in Europe, because they moved over to Belgium. You know, yeah. I forgot what the name of the. They changed their name of their company or whatever it is now, but they're into electronic warfare too. So I mean, I mean, you know, you shoot the the people that were trolls were fighting out there. We don't know whether they're Mossad agents or Pinkertons or <laughs> crazy people. And now, yeah. you know, even I was chatting with the the guy from One Five Three News, and he was telling me how many you know times he's coming across um, some of these trolls that are just bots. That are literally AI, you know, and, yeah. and he's an expert in these things. So, you know, I take his word that when he's saying he's seeing artificial intelligence working his way through trolling, you know, I believe it. And I'm not, he's not the first person I've heard that from. So, oh, no, you know, no, no, that's why been implemented. That's 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. They've had that technology. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah, and I've seen people don't wait on your Facebook page. That didn't look natural. That doesn't look like a normal post. Like that. That looks like it's either coming from a government agency or Facebook itself. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah, some stuff just comes in the way it comes in, and I, I recognize. I just say, "Whoa, wait a second, things don't look normal." And um, we know that they're, they're using whatever is Facebook's artificial intelligence or whoever's, but it's out there. So that's why people got to stop arguing so much with trolls because you might not even be arguing with a person. You might be arguing with a computer. Where are you going to go so with that? You talk to your wife. You're talking to yourself. That's the same thing. Just stop. Yeah. I can just picture it. Now, I, know you're, I know you're right, but I can just picture it. Somebody yeah. sitting there arguing, arguing with a troll and the troll's a computer. <laughs> yeah, and they don't even know it's a computer, you know. And so you know, so you know, if you're if you're unsure, if you, if you can't be positive whether or not it's a person, because whether or not, you know, unless you know them, you're not really positive. You might be talking to a computer, or, or you're yelling at a computer. And what the hell? Is unless that you me lowering the belt and talks about my mom, then it's on. Yeah. Then I'm ripping that computer's ass up. 
But yeah, right. <laughs> if you keep it civil, then I'll just I'll just say you know, I won't pay attention to him that much. But I do like I know I'm fighting with a bot sometimes. I really do. Yeah. They have they have like the answers that you know are going to be said next. It's going to be you know, it's 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 scripted. Yeah. So I know that it's like bots. Maybe yeah. if you maybe if you can hurt the bot feelers or have tears to short circuit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what people don't understand. When you're fighting with a computer, it doesn't have, you know, no matter what you say, it's not going to have feelings to determine an answer. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, where, where you going? I understand that. I don't know. Like, I just, I'm like, fuck you too. And then we go at it. And I know it's a bot, but it said some shit that pissed me off about my picture. Sometimes they post your pictures too. That's how I do it. They'll, yeah. they'll download the only picture you have. Post it and like crack on your girlfriend or some shit. Happened <laughs> to me many times. I took people off all the time. What you got to watch for is, you know, especially if you see somebody moving way too fast that, you know, that they're not typing or something like that. You know, if they're able to do things way too fast on the computer, that there's potential that's a bot, you know, you know, or something else yeah. because. You know, uh, you, it, I, I think uh, it was somebody. There was a, uh, uh, a, a an old school sociologist that said something like this: When you're when you're working with trolls, if you you know put four or five rational statements, and you don't start getting somebody that questions, you're dealing with somebody that's probably mind controlled or or computer, because. The natural order is, even if they're mad at you, then they'll ask a question like, "Well, why don't you say this then?" You know, they there should for for it to be a human, there should be a question within you know four or five interchanges, you know. And if you don't start seeing any questions at all, then you need to say, "Wait a second here, this might not even be a person." <laughs> because I look at it, you know, if they're MK Ultrafied, you know, if they're totally brainwashed, I don't look at them like people either. Because they're basically a robot too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like a holiday dinner. But, <laughs> I'm sitting with a bunch of them. I'm like, did you guys just see what the hell happened, or no? They're like, what do you mean Las Vegas was fake? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, people? I'm like, do you, and you didn't bring like, that up at? Did you even? Did you really? Did you bring that up the, I don't even think they read it in the fucking on on the internet. I think they read it in the paper. Like about Las Vegas and believe this shit. I'm like, God damn, I'm not fucking hanging out with you people no more. Did you really say that? Uh, thanks, Jimmy. I swear to God, I did. <laughs> <laughs> my sister's like, you're yeah, fucking my job. My sister, my sister's Cuban and Irish. She will tell you fucking uh, eight ways from sideways. You're fucking retarded. She says I'm a lunatic for posting shit I post, and I am. But I don't need many friends. People are seeing my shit. <laughs> It's, it's people. Yeah. A friend of mine just told me today. You, you, we were talking about fantasy football because we're in the playoffs now. You know, it is possible yeah. to watch fantasy football and keep, you know, track of all the conspiracy theories and shit going on out there. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we're talking. He's like, "Who's? Don't think I don't look at the shit you post. I look at it and I think about it. You know, he's he's on the fringe. He's not completely awake. He's not completely asleep. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know who to believe." You know, and I'm like, listen, Steve, I post things that I believe from either researching, reading something, hearing something, having a conversation about something with somebody. 
Um, you know, this is my theory on it, and that's why I posted it, because, because I believe it to be true. And there's a lot of people that may not like your posts or anything like that, but keep sharing them and spreading them, because people are silently listening, they're silently waking up, and don't stop and don't give up, and, and keep doing what you're doing. I know it's like a thankless job. But, you know, in, in the truth community, we got to stick together. we got to keep pushing what the agenda is that people are completely unaware of, and we got to just, you know, keep going, man. And that's why I keep paying attention every day, you know. I mean, this is like my life now. Once I found out what the fuck was going on, you couldn't stop me, man, you know. And yeah. I'm very passionate about this, and, you know, and if I'm wrong and I post something that's, like, stupid, doesn't make sense, I'll take it back and say, you know what, I apologize, I, you know, I was misinformed. I didn't, you know, think things through, you know, and and that's that's kind of the way like society has to like be run because these lunatics and well, charge you know, aren't giving us a fucking chance. And you said the yeah, exact right thing. And it, it, well, because you know, I I remember when I I worked for the phone company and I was a union store and we were negotiating the contract contract and I mm-hmm. learned from upper management that you know you never apologize. You just keep on moving. You just keep on moving ahead, you know, and, and that's how these big corporations and how these, uh, you know, society, secret societies, everything work. They don't apologize for nothing. They don't feel empathy for nothing and they don't fix anything. They just keep on going. And that's how they do make a lot of progress. But the problem is, is that's not good for society. And we have to recognize our mistakes and our faults and, and fix them because, Absolutely. you know, how are we going to fix all these wrong, you know, if we don't, you know, you know, hold people accountable for the bad things they do. What are our children going to learn? That these kind of things everybody are okay. Everybody treats everybody like shit. Everybody treats everybody like shit, man. It's just, it's a shame to see. I mean, like, I mean, like Shoprite and people like caught in front of each other. I'm like, Jesus Christ, just let them go. You know, so yeah. stop fucking giving people a hard time. I know you're pissed off. We're all pissed. You know what it is? I don't know what said it best. You know why they're pissed off? You know why they're like mad because they're in traffic? Because of the fucking feds. That's what it comes down to. We're oppressed, man. Mm. Our fucking lives collapse around yeah. us. If we had extra money in the bank, we wouldn't give a shit if we got a flat tire. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't give a fuck if we left the air conditioner on like an extra, like, you know, five hours a day because it was extremely hot and we had to pay an extra hundred bucks. Now, to pay an extra hundred bucks towards something, it's like, holy shit. I'm not eating lunch this week at work, you know? Hmm. Sad, man. Well, you got to do the little extra. I know it was the other day I was down at the, the store and, you know, yeah, I pulled in the parking lot a little bit before this old lady, and I said, oh, shoot, she probably wanted that closer parking spot, but she took a different parking spot, and I felt bad, so, uh, you know, and she didn't, wasn't really paying attention because she was having a difficult time seeing over the steering wheel to park, so I went, and it was freezing out, snowing, so I went over, and I ran down and got her a grocery cart and brought it right to her door, because I knew if she couldn't see over the steering wheel, she probably so old, she could barely walk, <laughs> But sometimes you have yeah. to go out of your way and, and remember that, you know, there are other people in this world. And and just to remind yourself that you're not a psychopath, you know, that, yeah. that you know, I mean, and sometimes you have to have confirmation because, you know, they're yeah. they're, they're with all these different things and the way they're socially engineering society today, 
you know, sometimes we, we might want to just do a little reality check and make sure we're not psychopaths, <laughs> that we didn't yeah. somehow get turned yeah, right. into one. So force, it doesn't matter that, you know, I I don't walk the best. I don't want to be running in the snow to get an extra grocery cart and freezing my ass off. I wanted to get in the store. But you have to do those things because that's what it's about. When we give up on caring about other people in our older generations or our younger kids or whatever it may be, we lose. We lose. We might as well just send it in the back because – you know, because if we stop, especially with our, you know, whether they're younger, the, the younger kids or the older people, can't forget about the older people, too, because when we stop caring about the older people totally, then why would you want to be old? Because nobody's going to care about you. Oh, very true, man. Very true. Yeah. People don't stop and think about that anymore. But you know what he was talking about? In today's society, everybody's treating everybody like dirt. Yeah. I see it all the time, man. I live in a tri-state area. I'm in New Jersey. It's it's really fucking sad. Yeah, it's really sad. I'm in the home of Martha Stewart. I'm in Nutley, New Jersey. (laughs) And, you know, you (laughs) can be nice little town. People are fucking kind of mean to each other, man. They cut in front of each other in line. Well, yeah, I, the, the easiest way to figure out where anybody lives in New Jersey is you ask them what exit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, you're up north. You're on exit 17. Okay, you're good. All right. I know where that is. <laughs> That's not too far outside of the city at all. <laughs> yeah, you, if you're on exit 17, you're right up on the city then. <laughs> um. um I'm in Norton, New Jersey. I'm down Route 3. So, basically, yeah. it takes me five minutes if I wanted to get to Dryden Stadium, and yeah. I would be there. No problem. But I'll try. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know, but I, yeah. was born, I was born in Weehawken, which is the home of the uh, Lincoln Tunnel, and I'm from Union City slash Jersey City, which is basically on the border for each other, and I'm right on the yeah. border over Lincoln Manhattan. You know, so, I, you know, yeah. New York and that part of Jersey I grew up in is the same thing, same creature. And everybody's just a yeah. bitter New York or New Jersey, man. So that's the way it is up here. But if you go up north in New yeah. Jersey, like in Sussex County, towards Pennsylvania, oh, nice. towards upstate New York, yeah. oh, people are great. They, they wave at you. They say hello. You know, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, New Jersey, you could break it down into, like, five sections. Uh, yeah, and New Jersey's crazy. Uh, I remember I remember a friend that used to drive a truck in New Jersey. He had some interesting experiences in New Jersey. I'm sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely he did. The thing I hate about Big City Life is he says he's five minutes away from the stadium. But in reality, that if you leave at the wrong time of day, that equals, what, 30 minutes? Yeah. Or longer, you know. Exactly. You know, I, I know where you're you know going with this. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I, I know if you leave later, that. you get there earlier. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, I mean, in, in Connecticut, you know, I used to uh, do some runs uh, down to New York. And what I would do is make mm-hmm. sure that if any time I had to go to New York, that I didn't do it on a Friday. Because if you get caught coming home into Connecticut on a Friday – you could be oh. in traffic for three hours. You're done. You know? You're done. You're done. You're done. Yeah. 
I've done it. So you got to um, time it just right. So what, yeah. what way? By the way, what, what way did you plan on coming up in Connecticut? So I can, I can. Are you going to go uh, through, uh, 95? Or are you going to go take the tap? Yeah, it's, it's, it's got me now. It's, I'm taking a G, the GW. And mm. it's got me going up through, like, the Connecticut Turnpike and stuff. Uh, it's, it's, it's an yeah, that's, that's the best way. That's a good drive. Yeah, the Turnpike's the best way. That's the fastest way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is, yeah. yeah, it goes pretty quick. Yeah. All right. I'm a well, at least it style. used to be. I haven't done it in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind. I like driving, so I don't care. And, and it's for a good cause, yeah. and, and that's even better. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy driving yeah. out, man. I'm looking forward to it. I got. I think I told you I got a call from Connecticut, and, you know, he was telling me, you know, people, you know, at his local bar were talking about it, and they were happy somebody's coming. You know, uh, he mentioned he couldn't – he didn't really want to come, but he's going to send a, another one of his friends that wants to come. But – um you know that there. You know it's just that uh, there. It's time that something actually gets set because the people are tired of just being, you know, hiding off in the corner of bars talking about it. You know, and yeah. you know that's what he's telling me. Is that, you know that when people talk about it, you know, if somebody's sitting at a coffee shop or something like that, if somebody starts talking about a little bit of a subject, they start, you know, looking at each other like, the oh, how much do they know? Right? Isn't it the, ele- the big fucking elephant in the room of Sandy Hook? Yeah. In Newtown, Connecticut? Like, my well, guys should be all fucking ashamed of themselves. They're disgusting. And anyone who yeah. doesn't come well, forward, especially one of the crisis actors or the... It, it's just... You just disgrace, uh, disgrace America and you're a traitor. And when everything well, shit, I... hit, all this shit hits the fan, those are the people I'm going to be looking fucking for. Well, the, the the irony of it, you know, like some people said, why are you even having the protest in Sandy Hook? Because nobody, none of the crisis lockers even live there anymore. None of them yeah, even live there. Yeah, they all bounce. They moved out. They all bounce. So, you know, they're living in they a town with a secret. It's, they, 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 they're, you know, just imagine these people. They're like trapped in a prison because, you know, they haven't seen anybody come. And I think this is going to be a big help for them because, you know, from what I hear, a lot of them are happy that somebody, that people are coming because, you know, they're trapped, you know, so many of them are trapped. Just, you know, think about this lie that they're trapped into. This happened. We know it's fake. Some people think it's real, but, you know, some of them know it was bullshit. And nobody's waking up. My friend, this trap. is a Stephen King novel, man. This is yeah. the fucking curse of Newtown. And let me tell you, this curse will haunt <laughs> that fucking town for eternity, man. And I believe that, and I think that's where curses come from, secrets and lies. You yeah. know, and Thank Newtown, you. Connecticut is full of them, my friend. Well you, well, you want, believe it or not, there's a place not too far from there, if I can remember the name of the town, Dudley Town. There's a place uh, not too far from Sandy Hook. It's hidden in the woods called Dudley Town. And it was another old town that um, had so many secrets and lies that it turned into a ghost town, and you could still... You know, they always tell you it's haunted, and, you know, they don't like people going up because it's state uh, forest property. But you go way up in the woods, and then the next thing you know, you're in, a, like, an 1800s town. You know, all the houses are collapsed, but you can see it's a town. It's a little small town, and it's just weird. 
And, uh, you know, they already have one of those towns there. <laughs> Let me tell and you something. It's really bizarre. They are headed for the storm of the century, Newtown, yeah. Connecticut. That's all I have to say. They, yeah. They're rising every seat. And, oh, it, you know, Wolf Gary, yeah. God bless him, man. He's going through hell, that you man. Just, you know, you're up there on blog talk, and it's pretty safe to talk about that over there. But over here on YouTube Live, something about Google and that name, Sandy Hook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they really don't like it. that. I mean, that's what they, they went after before, Sandy Hook. I mean, even if, if you notice, even like on my page on Facebook, I can't even mention anything about the protest. It, it, the protest. I can um, resend out like the protest, um, 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 I, you know, what the, 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 um, the little thing that tells you what date it is and all that. But if I, if I say anything about, I've already been watched. If I say anything about Sandy Hook, it'll be, it'll be taken off. So on my Sandy Hook protest page, I can't even talk about Sandy Hook. How fucked up is that? That's terrible. That's fucked up. That's hypocritical. That's disgusting. But that's the society we live in. You know, it's society, and we need to get that stopped. You know, and that's why that's what that's why they invested. You know, I don't think that it was just the ten thousand employees that George Orwell paid for for YouTube. I think they got a lot of people. That's why we're seeing them, the trolls coming through in other places and bots. I think they're sinking a lot of money into the AI to troll uh, and flag things. I think they're sinking a lot of money into other trolls to flag things. And every time I come across a real troll. The MK Ultra behavior. And the only reason why I can recognize it as MK Ultra because I lived in a town with the MK Ultra program, and I've met some of these people, so I learned how they behave. So I see it often, and it. And let me tell you something, man. It is scary. It is scary that they have these people out there. And I was telling Bill, the amount, the amount of MK Ultra people that we know they have, we haven't even seen the beginning of them. Because you know, we right. know how we know, huh? I think you're right. I think you're exactly, absolutely right, man. Yeah, we haven't. It's, even it's way beyond what we even think people. we know. It is. It is. I know that. I, I you know, because we know. If you look at any of the, uh, when the case came out back in '93, and they supposedly destroyed all their things, there were millions of people back then. Or, you know, what was it? You know, it was like, uh, what was it? I forgot. I forgot how many it was. It was like 1.2 million or whatever it was, or 3 million. So if they had that many back then, we got to be estimating somewhere close to around 10 million people or, or more. We don't really know. But we know that's still an awful lot of people. And all we've seen is some crisis actors. So, you know, the amount of MKUltra out there, we don't even know. So we can be getting hit, you know, in some weird ways out there that we don't even know yet. Yeah. It's, going to a whole, it's going to get a whole lot worse because they use these, they use these, they use them for their false flags, they use them for guinea pigs, and they use them for things like trolling. Yeah. And the worst part is these people don't even know that they are. <laughs> so that's the worst part. They think the they're doing a good deed. They have, they, have, they have no idea. They want to be gun lobbyists. You know, when they're in gun movies. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, man. Really well, you know, they did 
they did a whole series of zombie movies for quite a few, quite a few years here. And I was thinking about it. You know, when you look around you, we literally live in a zombie, a zombie apocalypse. I mean, any yeah. people going around saying brains, 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 is because these people, I mean, today society people are lacking brains. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, Not a yes, absolutely. So we definitely live in a zombie apocalypse because I'm sorry, but there's just way too many stupid people. I mean, there's just so many stupid people. There is. Yeah, we lost. Well, <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm not even sure. I, 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 we may not have been aware that there were that many stupid people, but I mean, I, it could be that the internet came out and we realized, holy shit, there's a lot of stupid people. You know, that's the way I was looking at it. <laughs> But, but they just open your eyes to more people. I think, you know, I almost believe, I truly believe this. I think when people wake up to a certain extent that it almost triggers a reaction. And I would, I'd love to do it. You know, I've, I even asked Jim Fetzer this and he, he told me to Google it. But I asked him if, uh, you know, somebody did some studies on um, people that are awake or some studies on how false flags affect people, you know, because, uh, you know, the way that the elite do all their studies on so many things, these studies have to be out there. And I would like to get my hands on because I would be interested to see, you know, how much a person's IQ raises when they're awake. Cause I have a feeling that there's a, there's a drastic change in a, a human being's IQ when they fully awaken. And I, I would believe that it would raise quite a bit. But I, I'd also like to see some studies on how these things are affecting people. And, you know, the the, the, the shitty part is we know, I, I know for a fact, just because these elite do studies on everything, that those studies are out there. Uh, I just love to get my hands on them, and I can't. It's probably classified, you know. It's classified documents. Sorry, Jerry. It yeah. might be released in 50 years, but probably not. Well, you know, the, that's you know that's the one good thing about how they do them through the NGOs and all this and that is it almost unclassifies them. The problem is is a matter of trying to find them is the other problem. <laughs> you know, that's sometimes that's the harder thing to do. But you know, I maybe I should spend more time trying to find them because I'd like to see what some of these studies say. You know, uh, they, listen, they I'm, got I'm a UFO guy. I think these guys have their own scientists, their own doctors, their own like high level. They live to be like 100 and something years old, you know? And they drink, they party their ass off, they're involved in all kinds of devil worship and, and parties galore. Probably sniffing coke and whatever they do. But they get to live to, a, you know, to be 100. I think they have their own, like, real research teams because they got the money, all the money in the world. You know, scientists, doctors, why wouldn't you? I would have it too. You know, scientists, doctors, astronomers, like really giving you the real information. You know, well, we know. And, I mean, it, it, Ray Kurzweil's proved it, and he's said it himself. But we've also known that, you know, in the elite communities, that they have their own special, um, you know, nutritionists that basically deal um, vitamins. They have their own special different types of vitamins and everything else. So they have sure. the right kind of thing to promote health. Yeah, that the whole world should have access to, and yeah. we don't. We get the crap yeah. from big pharma that kills us. Well, that's because yeah. you're not allowed to have them right vitamins. Because if you had the right vitamins and minerals in your system, your immune system would become strong, and there would be no such thing as cancer. Mm. 
Well, they can't have that. You have D17 in your system. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Billions of dollars off of cancer. So what if people are dying? They're making billions of dollars. What would you say? It was B17, right? Yeah. I'm looking looking at my... um, Great stuff, yeah. I I have... Yeah, that's correct. Apricot seeds. Apricot seeds. And they're, and they're illegal. You have to order them online. You have trouble getting them. Oh, you can't get well, them. you can't get I think it's called Latrell. It's the, 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 the legal, like, pharmaceutical name, I, be, I believe, is Latrell. And um, that was outlawed in the 1970s because it showed promise to kill cancer, and that wasn't good for, the, you know, the pharmaceutical industry, so... People have to die and families have to be torn apart of because of fucking greed. You know? Mm. It's very sad, man. Very sad. That exact that is exactly true. I get so disgusted because I I mean, I've got four or five people in the last decade that died from cancer. And I've done my sure. research on this and know and know already that the cure for cancer is simple. It's our immune system. Our immune system is weak because we're eating poison. And, and we don't get in the right diet, diet. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. You bring your back up to a healthy immune system, you won't have cancer. Absolutely. And people need to stop supporting these race for the cure and all this other crap because they're not looking for the cure. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, they're not. I, they're, yeah. they're looking, I don't even know what the hell they're doing. They're probably pocketing it and like splitting it. But like, see these dumb fucking cheap? They keep fucking sending us money. We don't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like holy shit. That's how shit. most charity is. That's how most charity is. Yeah. You know, I was like, I was looking. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was getting, I was getting attacked by Lenny Paulsner, and uh, you know, and you know, and uh, you know, he was. Telling me I was a crook for asking for money to, you know, get to the, the uh, which I got enough of now to get to the protest. And the guy's sitting there trolling people. He's part of a whole fake incident, and he's asking for money still for these for his fake dead child that we proved oh, he's a his child he's is a still alive. Cocksucker you know, douchebag, worst American ever. Yeah. He doesn't even look American. Yeah. He looks Middle Eastern. I don't want to get mad at him. No, he's, I don't want to stop blaming Muslim, but... Uh, is it, he's Israeli with dual citizenship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was fucking and, like from Syria or fucking something like that. And he, you know, and he's got three different names, so nobody even really knows who his real name is. Yeah, you know, that's he, the problem. Uh, the, like he fucks with his like he, he he fucks with like the the middle name with the last name and the first name. Oh, yeah. he's got like three different ideas. Where I mean, like they're like some of them are like John Smith and shit like that. I mean, they're not even close to yeah. Lenny Paulson. He's got all yeah. kinds of names. Well, I'll give you yeah, super, name, man, okay? super superficial idea. That's all he's got. Yeah. I said more than one name. Let's just give him his real name. His real name is Scum. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's the scumbag. Yeah. Scum of the earth. You know. Yeah. I'm I don't know how these people live with themselves. You know. Fuck them people. They're assholes. And not Americans. I don't know where the fuck they like train them or move them people into the United States. I can't imagine good Americans doing shit like that to their country. Unless the MKL showed the motherfuckers. Because I don't remember knowing that. people that yeah. fucking stupid. You know? I mean well, like I'm dealing, I'm looking at anti kids. Are you fucking kids? like you kids are, you want socialism, you fucking idiots? Because you don't want to work. So you want the redistribution of wealth. You want to take from the people in the upper class and middle yeah. and give it to you because you're fucking lazy. 
fucking disgusting. No, those, those are all MK Ultra. That's all MK Ultra. That's where they get they grab absolutely, the skits, you know. And no matter absolutely. matter of fact, they, all they have to do to, to get them all together is because um, you know people don't realize that the, the CIA created that Pokemon game, and what they were doing is teaching ways to uh, um, gather people together. And it wasn't yeah. just through the computer. So they, they were finding out different ways that they can get their MK Ultra people together, whether it was literally putting advertisements in the paper with certain colors in them or whatever. The, yeah. you know, if, program, if people are programmed to look at a certain YouTube channel that may have some kind of hidden message in it and that their subconscious picks up on, next thing you know, they're going to this place and they don't even know why. You know, uh, yeah. there's so many different ways that they've been learning on how to get these people together. Uh, matter of fact, uh, yeah. I know that the, there was a, the CIA did a test even at Burning Man, and it was all about how to group people. You know, the flash mob was invented at Burning Man by the CIA. And that's, you know, that's been pretty, pretty much proven. So, you know, when they want to gather people, they're finding out ways to gather their people. And, you know, they don't even have to call them or anything else. They have different techniques. They're learning how to gather their people. And, you know, that's what I think you're seeing with Antifa is you're gathering these people that really have no clue probably why they're there or anything else. They're, they're kicked into their uh, split. And next thing you know, they're telling people to, you know, uh, get rid of free speech. <laughs> you, know? Yes. you know, something that because I don't think anybody has a right mind. I mean, how do you make sense out of somebody saying stop free speech? <laughs> Is it, isn't it, well, it, it mean, just a sign? Holding up the sign that says stop free speech is giving you need the right to have free speech to say that. <laughs> well, what they're doing is they're, they're, they're doing it slowly. They, you know, it started in like 2000 with acronyms, you know, and then it moved yeah. to like, um, you know, it, it suddenly moved up to the point where we need to like, uh, Call like a person that we don't. Who's a Pat? Remember Pat from Saturday Night Live? We know what the fuck yeah, it yeah, was yeah. to call them a day or a yeah. D or like what the fuck? I yeah. have to re- memorize some shit for you. How's that fucking freedom? Get out of here, you <laughs> anti for fucking uh, bullshit Canada <laughs> shit. Keep that shit in California. Yeah. You actually give California to fucking Canada. I'd be happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's one problem off my hands. Yeah, right. Yeah, true. And when they, you know, that's why you know, I mean, oh. you know, as, as much as I feel bad about the fires and everything else, but I'm like, I'm looking at fires in Los Angeles area. I'm, I'm like, uh, okay, I don't know anybody good from that area. <laughs> I hate to say it, <laughs> you know. I had fun there. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun. It's it's. <clears throat> Especially in that area, Los Angeles. are fucking are completely man-made, bro. The I posted. Yeah. I know you saw it, Joey. I post the blue the blue lasers shining through the fires with the ambers hitting fucking like uh, things on the ground, causing more ambers to rise up in the air. Complete well, total proof that that is is a, a a direct energy weapon like used on 9/11. I don't, well, I don't no, need any more proof. I'm done. Well, no, it sold it to me is I had a wheel company. We used to, I used to sell wheels, you know, for cars. And, um, I, you know, the factory that uh, I used to pick up wheels and go into, you know, I understand what they have to do to just repair a wheel and, you know, and torch it. And 
I understand, you know, what kind of pressures and heat a wheel can take. And let me tell you something. For a wheel to turn into liquefied metal is not a forest fire. It's not a house yeah. fire can do that. That a yeah. wheel will not turn into liquid metal. And, you know, an aluminum wheel will not melt like that. I mean, it's just it, it's it's just amazing to me what kind of metal I was seeing melt in these fires, and that does not make any sense whatsoever from the type of fires that were, were are there. It, it, there's no possible rationale for it. So that to me said, you know what, that's another case of like 9/11 where. You know, things were melting that did not make sense. And when you have things that melt that don't make sense or, or, or does the fire or, or disappear, you have to say, wait a second, this might not be what we're being told because I, I've never seen metal melt the way it did in any kind of a fire. You know, I've, I've seen lots of fires in my life. I even Bill was on the phone with me the other night. We had a fire down the street. I, I understand how fire works. And let me tell you something yeah. to melt those cars like they did and everything else. No, that's not a house. That's not a house fire. And that's not a forest fire. No, because the heat has to reach a certain degree for the metal to even begin to melt. Yeah. There ain't no yeah. house fire that will ever reach that temperature. Yeah. And, and not only that, it's not, you know, even just the metal for to metal, to melt a drop. But when you're seeing like, you know, whole, you know, like big swoops of, metal molten metal go down you know streaming out and stuff like that that doesn't make sense whatsoever have, so i have uh, to agree with you there bruce yeah well you know last night last night we went to, went to the bar local bar for a little bit listened to a country band play and next to me at a table these elderly guys are sitting there talking about the fires in california okay and the one guy says all this stuff's been going on for thousands of years. This is just perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah, well, it, you know, it, Listen, it was up to carving out a map. They're carving out an Agenda 21 map. That's what they're doing. With the release of uh, Donald Trump the other day with the, um, you know, the the parks and the forestry and the private land, you know, it, it's all, they're all leading up to the Agenda 21 agenda. <laughs> I mean, that's oh, the well, best it, way to put it. It is. And, you know, people don't realize that, you know, when when they, when you know, I, almost every city in America has signed Agenda 21. And the ones that mm-hmm. haven't are going to be overran. But, yeah. you know, when Agenda 21 was going on, there's a few people I remember going out there and trying to tell people, tell everybody, we got to tell everybody, we got to vote no, vote no. And people are looking at me like I'm crazy. What the hell is Agenda 21? And, you know, and people don't realize that Agenda 21 shit is, is um, um, United Nations you. shit. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, that's, that's, that's laws that, that's basically handing us, uh, already handing us over to the United Nations. So you, everybody's worried about the world order. Yeah. yeah. We're already there. We're already it's in there. But they fucking voted us. I I wasn't even able to vote back then, and they voted me in for that shit. Actually, mm-hmm. I was able to vote, but um, I didn't believe in the voting process back then either. Well, it, it, it doesn't matter. Most cities, you know, the only cities that yeah. actually didn't vote were like a couple in Alaska and I think mm-hmm. one or two in America, and they were all super small cities where, you know, yeah. where somebody stepped up and said this. And, it, you know, in small areas, 
you know, if you if Farmer John steps up and says, "Hey, you know, we got to stop that," the rest of the town listens. If Farmer John goes to the big city and says, "Hey, we got to stop that," nobody listens. So when you're in a bigger city, you must well forget it. I mean, what are you gonna do? You know? Yeah. You know, in New Jersey, shoot, it doesn't matter what you do anyways. They're going to make it the way they want it anyway. <laughs> I live with a bunch of yeah. fucking liberals, even in my house. Yeah. I'm surrounded. <laughs> so You're surrounded by liberals. I'm outnumbered. <laughs> We're going to have to get you a liberal emergency kit. <laughs> I need a fucking parachute. I, I can jump on my second-story apartment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Uh, what? So you, so you can run to power, your safe place. I left the power trail down. I want to take my cow with me though. He's a good boy. Yeah. He needs a safe place. Yeah. He needs a safe place. The problem is, I don't know where they're going to take the place. You know, just ask the liberals where one of their safe places. You can ask them to borrow their safe place. <laughs> In New Jersey, there is no safe places, I promise you. I've, no, right. I've checked yeah, out I've done yeah. my research. I came up empty. Yeah. Well, you know, for, for, for a, a conservative in New Jersey, your only safe place might be Newark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been to work almost every day. I hate that fucking place. So oh, much fucking man, traffic. I, you can't go, it takes you like fucking t- 30 minutes to go like two miles. You're like, holy shit. So many traffic uh, lights in a traffic area. Terrible. Well, you don't even want to stop. You know, I mean, you don't even want to stop. Uh, you know, I, I remember. Yeah, you don't want to be Yeah, I remember when I was in high school in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I remember we we got stopped by the police in Bridgeport, and he he we we were like, oh shit, you know, because we just had we went to Bridgeport to grab a bag of pot, and uh, the cop comes up and he starts screaming at us. He goes, "What'd you guys stop for? You're white. You do not you do not stop at uh, at stoplights." And from then on, we realized that that's kind of an unwritten written rule in Bridgeport in the bad neighborhoods. If you're white, you don't stop at the stoplights. I was like, what the Nobody hell? Nobody ever told me that's that like shit. The biggest... <laughs> <You're so laughs> I'm 40 years old. This is the first time I'm hearing this shit. I didn't know oh, that. That's crazy. Bro. I would have been like, the, oh, yeah, I always, I mean, like played the law. It was, it was rough back in the day in Bridgeport. I remember it being really bad. And they they... they they, they, their, their whole thing was they figured if white kids are down there, if they're slowing down or stopping, they're buying drugs. So they want you to get up and get out of there, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they didn't even want you to stop in at the stoplights. Oh, guys, we're out of time here. <laughs> Calling us down <laughs> in 30 seconds. Yeah. Andrew, well, Andrew said no problem. Thank you guys for having me, man. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, no problem, Bruce. Yeah. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You guys have a great night. You too, bro. You too. I guess. And, and uh, Andrew's right there. Noah, Noah died again in Pakistan, so. 